What's up? It's your man Ernest. So you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. Yes, finally have some topics to talk about or stuff that I feel as though is worthy of talking about. Well, I have you know some shit to say. So let me not prolong the episode and get right into it. Let's start with Solange Knowles. Now, <laughs> this was a big deal to some people uh, for whatever stupid reason it was a big deal. And uh, pretty much what 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 went down with Solange Knowles this past weekend or this past week or whatever, the, the hubbub about Solange now, it's not new music that she's put out because she didn't put out any new music. Um, it's a simple fact that <clears throat> she has been, uh, divorced from her husband. I believe it was the beginning of this year or last year, I'm sure. I think it was the beginning of this year, um, 2019 for those listening to this in the future. Um, but it was the beginning of 2019. I might be mistaken, but this happened months ago. She divorced her husband months ago, um, and it flew under the radar and people, you know how people are with celeb news. They feel like because they're a fan of that celeb or if they may not be a fan of that celeb, they feel like they're entitled to know everything about this person's life. Okay. So people not only felt like they were fooled by Solange, but they felt a way seeing her um, being close and dance with this white man. And it seemed as though to them, <clears throat> she left, she cheated, is what they're saying is that she cheated on her husband at the time, um, and then left her husband for a white guy. So a lot of people are upset about that aspect. A lot of people are saying, uh, you know, because of that elevator fo- footage <clears throat> of Solange Knowles beating up on Jay-Z, um, you know, it's found out that she did that because that was when she found out Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Um, and it's like, well, how are you have this? How, how dare you have this stance on cheating? Uh, that is, you know, a stance that is if you cheat, you deserve to get your ass beat, basically. Like, so she she thinks it's wrong. Safe to say, safe to assume that Solange knows isn't for cheating. So, for someone to have a stance like that, and for them to then cheat on their husband years later after her sister got cheated on by her husband, um, it seems hypocritical, if that was the case. Now, I don't even think that was the case, honestly. I don't think Solange cheated on her husband. I think it was exactly what she stated. She was in a relationship that was both mentally and physically draining to her and she had to protect herself and she decided to protect herself protect her energy she couldn't be with the guy anymore simple as that uh she didn't necessarily because she did go on twitter and responded and i'm not going to read the treat tweets directly but i'm going to paraphrase them you are more than welcome to go on her Twitter page and read those tweets for your damn self because they're still up there. Um, but she basically was like, yeah, that guy you saw me with, he's my old manager. And then she went on and basically alluded to that she doesn't cheat. She didn't cheat. She is not for cheating. Uh that's what she said now she didn't really quite deny the whole shit that well she didn't deny uh being in a relationship with the dude saying shit like oh that's my old manager that doesn't really necessarily not that she does need to give us an answer or a confirmation that she's with this white man or not it's not that like i give a shit i'm going to get into that in a few but i don't give a shit at all uh but I'm just saying, saying things like, well, that's my old manager, or that's my co-worker, or that's my, that doesn't really confirm or deny anything, that doesn't really deny what's the point what she was trying to do, that doesn't really deny the speculation people had, people were speculating that she was with this white guy, saying that's my old manager does not, that's not a definite no, 
because people could, you know, he could be your old manager for a reason because you didn't want to have that uh, relationship with, you didn't ha- want to have a relationship with somebody that you work with. Also, yeah, somebody that you work with. You didn't want business and pleasure to mix. So he could be your old manager because, well, you wanted a more so romantic relationship with him and not a business relationship with him. Therefore, he, you, you guys decided not to be business partners anymore, but you are in a romantic relationship with him. If that is the case. So I, 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 you know, Solange, you're smarter than that. Oh, I assume for for you to be smarter than that to say things like if you are going to deny uh, or at least try to hide that you're with this guy, which I don't care. Um, but, you know, at, at least just say that's none of y'all business who I'm with. Um, now, as far as the aspect of people with <laughs> And the title of this episode is a joke that I saw and I think I thought it was funny. I don't uh, again, I don't care who Solange is dating uh, in a relationship with. I want her to be happy. Um, And I think it was really odd and whack, honestly, for people to get on her and to basically, you know, say that she was wrong for not trying for not staying in a toxic relationship. As to what she put it, because if you're in a relationship with somebody and again, it's mentally and physically draining to you, why would you want to stay in that relationship with that person? Um, Simply because that person is the same race as you does not mean that it should be okay for you to stay in a toxic relationship with said person, especially if you don't see any type of hope of working through, uh, breaking that toxicity and working things out with that person. If there's no hope, if you don't see any hope, then go. There's really no point in, 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 in staying in that relationship. Um, <clears throat> so the backlash I believe Solange got was, like I said, it was whack. Um, but I ain't gonna front. I did like seeing people keep that same energy when it came to their, disdain for interracial relationships because usually it's only the black man that gets uh that that gets talked about badly when they date outside their race or especially date a white woman right he's trash he's this he's that he's a coon he's an uncle tom this that and a third so again i am not saying i agree with the people who said these things about solange knows or made that joke about her wanting to have a seat at the white man's table. Or just wanting to be with the white man. Um, but I, it was just nice to see people keep that same energy. Even though that energy is, is trash. Let people date whoever they want to date. Again, I'm not sure if Solange is even dating this white guy. I don't necessarily care. The only reason why I would care is if I was one of the hopefuls or I guess potential uh I guess rebounds or potential boyfriends possibly husband of future husband of Solange knows and you know I see her danced up and huddled up with this white dude and shit yeah I'm gonna feel some type of way about that but if the white dude was a black dude I would have feel some type of way too had I been once again a potential running mate for Beyonce, I mean, not Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z got that on lock, but Solange's uh, future husband, right? Um, but other than that, I want her to be happy. I want her to continue making great music. I want her to make better albums than The Seat at the Table was. Um, if you want to know my thoughts about that, listen to the My Two Cents podcast. I will leave that in the description box below. I know I always say that, but the last time I said that, I left stuff in the description box below for y'all to click on. So I'm going to make sure I do it this time. Uh, but if you want to hear my thoughts about the uh, Seat at the Table album by Solange Knows, My Two Cents podcast is the other podcast that I run. It's where I do strictly music talk. Um uh, and album reviews, just music reviews and things like that. Um, 
so go over there again that was the album that came out the, like the beginning of this year 2019 once again <clears throat> so you're gonna have to do some scrolling uh, but you'll find that review there it's still up it's not like I delete reviews and shit go there check it out and you will hear my thoughts about that album but that's what I want from Solange at this point I want her to continue uh, being the best her that she uh, can be I want her to continue making good music. I didn't like the last album, but that does not mean that her other albums or just her music in general is terrible. Um, And I want her to be happy at the end of the day, whether it's with a white man, an Asian man, Spanish man, or black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just want her to be happy. And if whoever she's in a relationship with, if she's in a relationship with somebody, um, if that person makes her happy, at the end of the day, that's good. That happiness will reflect on the music, and hopefully, we get some great music. You know uh, uh, that that from this happiness. But that's my thought on it. Uh, people, grow the fuck up. Mind your own fucking business. She did not. If she says she didn't cheat, and there's no evidence of cheating, simply because you saw a video. Now, you know, people can say, well. She wasn't really actually divorced from her husband at the time. I don't know. It just seems weird that now all of a sudden people care about women. I'm not saying I don't have a problem with it. Trust me. I want women to be held to the same standards as men when it comes to remaining faithful or, uh, you know, shit. Like I said, even though I think that energy was bad energy I like the fact that I saw people get upset that they she was canoodling with this white man when it's typically the black man that gets flack for canoodling with the white lover instead of a black lover uh I was glad to see that energy I ain't gonna front you know wrong energy but I was glad to see it but you know that's all I gotta say about that on to the next topic. Alright, back. So, that whole Stallone's discussion brought up this next topic here. Can you really be pro-black and date outside of your race? Um... Once again, this is not me saying or confirming Solange is in a relationship with a white man or in a relationship with anyone, period, interracial or not. Um, But this is a question that I saw being, um, that I heard being posed as well and saw people discuss. And I'm going to give my thoughts on it here on the Let's Talk About It podcast as usual. So what do I think about it? Can you be in an interracial relationship and still be pro-black? Uh, yeah. I mean, your favorite uh, freedom fighters or pro-black activists have done it. Um, also, what you need to understand is being pro-black does not mean that you're anti-white or anti-anybody. Pro-black simply just means that you have more of a love and affinity for black people. Um, that you're, when you are going about your day to day, you are going about it with a. You have more of a concern for black people, the well being of black folks. Not saying that you don't have any concern for other people, but you're focused, you're, uh, a lot of your focus isn't just on you know, uh, it, it's being pro-black basically be, being more so focused on your own people, yourself, your family, your, uh, the black people in your community and things like that. Um, that's what it means. It doesn't mean you're anti this race, anti this nationality, anti whatever, right? Now, a lot of pro-blacks out there are anti other people, but those are not pro-blacks. They are faux blacks. Um, but People brought it up with Solange because obviously she made two albums and she's always been this way though. She's always had a pro-black, uh, 
she always had pro-blackness about her, right? She's been vocal about it. Those who unsure if Solange thought this was a brand new thing her and Beyonce did. But in an actuality, Solange been that way. Um, but yeah, people brought it up because they, I mean, the Seat at the Table album was very, um, well, it had pro-black elements. I'll say that. Um, My Way Home was uh, a very pro-black album as well. And it also dealt with other elements as well. But that was a pro-black album as well by Solange Knowles. Um, The better album of the last two that she did anyways, in my opinion at least. Um, But that's why people are asking, well, if she's all about this pro-black life and all this other stuff... How is she seen dancing and being close and canoodling with a white man, right? How can she, quote, cheat on her black husband with this white man, okay? If that was the case. Already shared my thoughts on that. Like I stated, if you did indeed skip that um, topic and you just went on to this topic here, I advise that you go there and listen back to that before you listen to this one because it all makes sense. But just to answer the question, like I said, yes, you can be pro-black and date outside of your race because pro-black does not mean you're anti-everybody else. Now, will it make sense for someone to be pro-black or consider themselves to be pro-black and date somebody who is obviously not pro-black <laughs> no it make no sense at all it would make absolutely no sense in fact you would fit this title of the episode it would sound like you just want to be seated at the white man's table because you see the white man as this as the holy grail right and if as long as you're close to him it don't matter how he sees you how he treats you how he sees your people he treats your people how he sees your family your friends your loved ones your children as long as you are as long as he allows you to be that close to him that's all that matters once again that is not pro-blackness that's faux blackness that's what a lot of these motherfuckers do on twitter when they claim to be pro-black but they are anti-black men claim to be pro-black but they are anti-black women can't claim to be pro-black but they are anti-black people of the lgbtq community so that's what it is um and you know if nina simone could do it if my angelou could do it angela davis is half white people yes angela davis the you know the black panther yeah, uh, she's half white people, uh, not to say things like, oh, well, you know, they can't be pro, uh, uh, can you be interracial and pro-black, and if Rachel Dolezal was actually half black and not fronting to be any type of black, then I wouldn't have a problem with what she's doing, but what she's doing is not, and I, I wouldn't even have a problem with what she's doing if she was claiming to be white, The thing is, she's claiming to be black and she's not black and she's obviously frauding the system because she was frauding uh, colleges and shit like that, right? Um, That's my biggest issue with Rachel Dolezal. Already talked about her plenty enough in past episodes. I ain't gonna bring her up anymore. Um, But yes, people, you can be pro-black and date outside your race. Now, me personally i consider myself a pro black that would like to eventually single now so ladies if you're listening haha but no um i am a pro black who does eventually want to get in a relationship with a black woman and kudos to her if she's on the extra pro black tip like i am she doesn't have to share the same well, obviously, she's going to have to like black men. I mean, I'm not going to date one of these trash-ass sisters, in quotation marks, that despise black men, but then would only date me because I'm the good black out of the black men that they think are trash. Nah, just because you don't think I'm trash doesn't mean I'm going to be take kindly or ignore you talking shit about black men in general. Yeah, there are some trash brothers, in quotation marks, out there. There's a lot of trash brothers out there, but... 
if you're going to make generalized statements, I'm not going to be cool with that. Just as if I would not want her to be cool with me if I were to make some generalization, generalized statements about black women. And even if I was to talk to her like, oh, nah, you ain't that type of black woman I'm talking about. I'm talking about this. But these black bitches out here, black bitches ain't shit. Black women ain't. Yeah, I would want her to slap me across my fucking face. I would want her to feel some type of way. So, that's just how I think. That's just how I roll. But if there's any other person out there who considers himself to be pro-black, I don't care if they date outside their race. Just stick to your... Just make sure your partner <clears throat> is actually someone who isn't hurting the cause. That's number one. Number two, make sure that you are happy and you are actually pushing their pro that put why do I keep I'm putting R's in places where they shouldn't be R's I said pushing and some other word I said last segment and I had an R where there shouldn't have been an R either I don't know why hard R's are in my language now <laughs> I'm afraid I'm turning into an old white man and nigger is just gonna pop out of nowhere but uh pushing as long as you're pushing, not pushing, but pushing the pro-black agenda. And I mean pro-blackness for everybody black, not just straight black people. Let's get that out. That's probably going to be a discussion for a future episode. There's a lot of topics in this episode. I don't want to keep it too, too long. I kind of wanted to make this one a longer episode because I gave you all shorter episodes or a short one last week and like the week before that, some time before that. It's kind of short too. So that's why I'm making this one somewhat longer. If it's going to be that way, I don't know. Um, but if you, as long as you're living that lifestyle and you're happy and you're actually not being a hypocrite and you're doing you. And once again, your partner is not hurting the cause and your, your partner is not the complete opposite. They don't got to be the same. They don't got to be out here on the front lines like you. But they have to be supportive. And that's what it is. If you are going to be a pro-black person, you have to have a supportive partner, whether that partner is black or not. Because if they're not, if they're telling you you're crazy, you're, you're, they're calling you a racist because you're pushing pro-blackness, because you're all about black businesses, because you're all about supporting black podcasters supporting black artists supporting black youtubers supporting black whoever right and they're telling you oh you're racist you're this you're that and this is the person you're fucking or this is the person you're dating yeah um you're gonna want to have to uh if you're really about that pro-blackness you would have more self-respect because yes and shout out to erica lachey for saying this uh you know, loving, and I'm paraphrasing the words, but loving somebody else is a beautiful relationship, but the most divine love you can have is the one you have for yourself, right? Um, and if you're going to date somebody, no matter their race, no matter their nationality, and they aren't supportive of you. If you're going to be pro-black and date somebody, and they're going to look at you like you're crazy, you're like you're militant, you're like you're this, that, and the third. You don't really love yourself. Because if you loved yourself, then you would not put up with that type of torment from them. You would not, they would not have, if they truly loved you, they would not be looking at you as crazy, as this, as that. Again, their methods of going about supporting black people probably won't be as extreme or at the same. I won't even use the word extreme. <clears throat> it won't be the same as you. You can go out of your way to support black people. They can go, their way of supporting black folks is probably just speaking out and, and going to rallies and this, that, and the third and marches and, you know, yeah, not being a racist motherfucker. But if they are blatantly making it clear that they don't agree with you because they think you're crazy, because they think you're, again, racist, a black person being racist. Imagine that, right? Anyways, that you're being racist, um, you're this, that, and the third, because you're showing pride in your people. 
in yourself. Kick that motherfucker to the curve. Because if you stay with them, you're not a pro-black, you're a faux-black. So, that's all I got to say about that. Once again, yes, you can be pro-black and um, date outside of your race. I don't think it's actually common a lot for... Well, I don't think it's common, but it does happen. Like I said, I named Nina Simone, Maya Angelou, two women who married white men. Um, Angela Davis is half white. Uh, you know, there's been other pro-black, Black Panthers or just pro-black uh, poets, singers, artists, celebrities, actors who've dated and married outside of their race. And they still stuck to their pro-blackness. I don't look at them and call them coons, sell out, this, that, and the third, because most likely they had partners, whether the partner was white or not, that was either pro-black as well, or supported their pro-blackness, backed them up, was an ally, basically. And that's the type of part you, partner you need when you're getting into a relationship with somebody being a pro-black. Somebody who is an ally, a true ally. That's 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 that on that. <laughs> um, on to the next topic. All right, back. Still got ways to go here on this fabulous episode of this fabulous podcast. That is the Let's Talk About It podcast. I'm here to talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Now, if you are viewing this thing on Anchor, uh, you know, you can obviously see the topic name on the screen. But if you are listening to this episode anywhere else, I appreciate the listen wherever you're listening to it, period. Um, But I'm not actually reviewing the Popeye's chicken sandwich. That was clickbait. To get people to click on this segment or click on this episode so they can listen to it. Um, I have yet to try the sandwich. In fact, I'm not in any rush to try the sandwich. If I end up trying it or having it, uh, then I have it. If I don't, I don't. I'm not someone who suffers from FOMO. FOMO, for those who don't know Mo, is fear of missing out. Uh, That's not me. I'm not one of those individuals who has to be in in the now now of everything, the in crowd. I don't care. Um, Also, if if or when I do have this Popeye's chicken sandwich, you will not get a review from me simply because, well, I don't want to. (laughs) that's number one and number two I don't want to um so what I am going to talk about here is just the fuckery that has been gone down because of this now I could have easily talked about it when the chicken sandwich was first introduced but when they canceled it or they stopped doing it because it was I guess an unlimited time order type thing um you know, I, I was I just was like, I, I don't need to talk about this anymore. But then they brought it back. Um, Sunday, um you know, and I forgot to turn the noti- notifications off, but you know, I like that sound. Anyways, um they brought it back Sunday. It was this past Sunday, not the Sunday that that was the month you're listening to this on a Monday, of course, or possibly on a Monday, I should say. It's airing on a Monday, but it wasn't the Sunday before this episode aired, basically. It was the previous Sunday. So I think they brought it back then, and niggas is going crazy. And when I say niggas, I really do mean actual niggas and wiggas as well. Now, people are upset at individuals like myself for bringing up the fact that this, that niggas is acting a damn fool. Over this fucking chicken sandwich. People are upset at us for bringing that up. And saying things like we're being fake woke. Fake deep. 
all that other stuff or we're choosing to where 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 we we are we're faking like we're pro black but we're criticizing black people while ignoring white people. I made this clear on Twitter and I'm gonna make it clear here right now. I don't give a fuck how foolish white people look when they do foolish shit. I hope you hopefully y'all heard that cuz I went close to the microphone for a reason. All right? I don't give a fuck about how ridiculous white people are looking when they're out here doing shit. You know who should care about that? Other white people. When I see black people partaking in fuckery, when I see black people harming one another, disrespecting the workers over at Popeye's, the black women and the black men who work there, primarily black folks who work there, getting disrespected by our own people. Over a motherfucking chicken sandwich. Now, people could say things like, oh, that person was going to be disrespectful anyway. I saw someone bring up the fact that uh, the dude who cut the line in Maryland and then ended up stabbing somebody. I don't know if he stabbed the, he cut the line and then someone got mad at him for cutting the line. So he stabbed that person who got mad or he got stabbed for cutting the line. Either or, they said that. That person was, I think the cutter was the stabber. No pun intended. Knife pun intended. But yeah, I guess the cutter was the stabber. And that person cut the line, got confronted for cutting the line, then stabbed somebody. Uh, Somebody on Twitter was like, oh, they was going to do it anyways, whether they was waiting for the chicken sandwich or the two-piece. So let's not blame the chicken sandwich. This is a woman who has had the chicken sandwich multiple times, so I guess she feels as though she's uh uh she doesn't want to criticize. Like people are treating this fucking chicken sandwich like, oh, I've had it. You can't criticize it. People are treating this chicken sandwich like it's an iPhone, you know, like it cannot be criticized at all. Or if somebody had has had it, it's a status symbol of to some sort. That's the better explanation. People are treating this chicken sandwich like it's an iPhone. It's a status symbol. It's, oh, you had it. You got it. You you are of this bracket. We are, should, we, you should be looked at as this. Or people who have iPhones or have, have had this chicken sandwich look at themselves as, you have to look at me like this. I am above you now because I got this fucking iPhone. I am above you now because... I had this chicken sandwich, not once, not twice, but thrice already. So if somebody who's had it three times already has that mindset, imagine somebody who's had it for the first time and they're looking at people waiting in line and they're, oh, look at these peasants waiting in line. Motherfucker, you was one of those peasants just a few months ago. But it's a chicken sandwich nonetheless. It is not a crown. It is not anything to be proud of. It's not even an Olympic gold medal. It's none of that shit. It's not even one of those fake gold medals you get from the candy store, from the Halloween costumes when you're dressing up as Michael Phelps or some Olympian, right? So, you know, it, it, it just boggles me the way that people are... My biggest issue with this is is the fact that black people still don't know what the fuck accountability is. You can cr- criticize pro uh, I mean you you can criticize black people and be pro black and look at the fuckery that they're doing and saying we are higher than this, we are better than this. Why are we looking at white people react a certain way and saying, "Well, they do it too, so it must be okay." You know, y'all sound just like the same black dudes who defended Bill Cosby, who defended R. Kelly. Oh, but what about Harvey Weinstein? What about Woody Allison? What about Willie Allen, not Woody Allison. But, you know, what about all these white pedophiles? What about all these white rapists? Yeah, what about them niggas? Them motherfuckers should get locked up too. Definitely. But... You're black. You're not white. You're a black man. Bill Cosby learned the hard way. R. Kelly is learning right now. Shit, OJ even somewhat learned that 
his blackness wasn't, it, it doesn't matter who the fuck he is. Mr. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Even he learned. Yeah, you can surround yourself with all these white people. And I've said this in the past before, but I'll just say it right now, and then I'll get into the rest of what I got to say about this. I'm pretty much done with this situation. But <clears throat> surround yourself with all these white people. Get into the same type of trouble they do. You're not going to get the same result. You're not going to be looked at as the same. You're not going to get the same rulings, lashings that they get, if they even get any lashings. So, when it comes to this chicken sandwich situation, y'all acting up, y'all disrespecting black folks working over some fucking food, a chicken sandwich. It's not, you know, black people, we should be the ones, if we are going to go to this white-owned business that, you know, advertises itself as a black-centered business, but it's not, Popeyes is not a black-centered business. They can have a black spokeswoman in their commercials all they want. They can hire as many black people as they want, making black people soul food but it is not owned by a black person. So, if you are going to go to this white-owned business, <clears throat> black folks, the least you can do is show the utmost respect and love for the black people working there. At least show the utmost respect for the, all the other black people waiting in line for this motherfucking chicken sandwich. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And stop looking at what fucking trailer park trash ass white folks do and thinking, oh, they do it too, so it gotta be okay. They also fuck their motherfucking moms and sisters and little nieces. Is that okay? Is that okay? They also hang black people. Is that okay? Come on, y'all. Get it together. All right, we on to the last topic here. We're going to talk about um, T.I.'s comments about his daughter and how he checks on his, I believe, his 18-year-old daughter just to see. He goes to her gynecologist meetings, um, and he... To ensure that his daughter is still a virgin, basically. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, did I ever tell y'all that I and T.I. stood for intelligent? <laughs> no emoji. But anyways, um, yeah, um, he got a lot of backlash for it because, rightfully so, rightfully so, um, because this was... This uh, was and is blatant sexism, blatant hypocrisy. Um, T.I.'s sons, who are much younger than his... Well, I won't say much younger, but they're younger than his 18-year-old daughter, uh, admit to having premarital sex. Um, not once, not twice, not thrice, but multiple times. And Mr. Harris has zero issues with his sons sticking their dick in women. And it's mainly women because they wouldn't because they definitely would have an issue with with it if his son was gay. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, I have no personal beef or bias against T.I. I know a lot of people have feelings toward him. The thing is, I never looked at T.I. as my spokesperson for what it meant to be not only a black man, but just to be pro-black anyways. I know he's on this whole pro-black tip or whatever the fuck he's on right now, this activist tip. Um, listen, when you don't look at these celebrities and you don't look at them as, you know, spokesper spokespeople for what you believe in, what they say, when they say some out of, land, out of, out of, out of whack and just outlandish 
downright ridiculous statements such as what T.I. made and it has ridiculous stances on things like Kanye. Uh, When you don't make these people your spokesmen and women for your causes, they what they do will not disappoint you. They cannot disappoint you. And that's what I've been trying to get people to understand throughout this podcast, through our conversations with them about these celebrities is that you got to do, you got to be your voice. You got to speak for yourself. You can't be out here. And yes, it's great to see other people agreeing with you, other people who have the same mindsets, whether those people be, be celebrities or not, but you have to be your voice. No matter how shy you are, no matter how uh, unintelligent you may think you are because you can't put words together as eloquent as somebody else or you don't know as many big words as Mr. Clifford Harris over here, Clifford the the Thesaurus Harris over here has. Um, But, you know, it, it doesn't make you an idiot. It doesn't make you a dumb person. The dumb people are people who idolize these motherfucking celebrities and then want to act surprised and be disappointed when a celeb says something that they don't agree with or they know for a fact, well, I wouldn't make that type of statement. Well, show your intelligence. What statements would you make? You tell them. Stop being afraid of speaking your mind. That's a little tangent I went on. I know that, but... um. Yeah, I, I and of course I don't agree with these statements T.I. made. You know, people can look at it as he's just a concerned parent, a concerned father. And people are going to say, well, we need more black fathers in the good anyway. We need more black fathers who care and concern it. With that statement, yes, indeed. But this is not, this is, I don't think this is Tip Harris being concerned. This is Tip Harris being controlling. This is Tip Harris being sexist and kind of creepy in a way, looking at his daughter as his property. Just because he had a helping hand or a helping penis and making her alongside his other 500 kids that he got. He has a big, beautiful family. Don't get me wrong. Um, And I'm not dissing the man for having a big, beautiful family. But these kids are your children not your fucking they're not like property that you own because they're people we don't own people we own things we own possessions like this light this this lamp i'm looking at right now the curtains on my uh you know window this trash barrel this gallon of water that's almost out that i'm not gonna own anymore but these are things that i own right So it's not creepy for me to look at this microphone slash phone that I am holding right now as I'm speaking very closely to you all. This is a thing that I own. So it would not be creepy for me to look at this microphone phone and um, say, I own you. You are mine. Because it's the truth. I do own this microphone phone. Um, It is mine. It has no feelings. And if it does, tell me how you feel right now, baby. You not? Alright. Anyways, it does not make it creepy. You you know, T.I. doesn't own his daughter. Now, the sad thing about it is... We don't know how his daughter feels. Maybe she agrees with the tactics. Maybe she don't care. Maybe she's gonna get older and wow the fuck out. Maybe she's going to, you know, when, when parents are being this strict and I had to let my mom know, yo, when y'all being this strict, y'all know y'all making us, us meaning me and my siblings, uh, y'all making us prone to being more rebellious. You're going to have to let life happen. You know, if you're afraid of life happening to your children, you should never had children in the first place. You shouldn't have had children in the first place. As your child grows up, they're going to experience things that comes with getting older. 
at whatever age that they are getting at, they're going to experience things people experience at those ages. There are some things that are bad, obviously. There are some things that we don't ever experience at certain ages. But for him to have this mindset about his daughter, um, again, like I said, it's creepy as fuck. Because to me, it sounds like you kind of have like a, a weird little crush on this. And this is a pretty young woman, I will say. But bro, you know, stop. <laughs> That was an awkward laugh. I wasn't laughing with you, man. I was laughing because I'm concerned that you're looking, you're lusting after your own daughter and you have this, she's mine until she's not mine. And then when she's not mine, only then she can lose her virginity. T.I., what the fuck? Listen, man, like you've been saying a lot of stuff that I have been deemed as very questionable. Well, you've been doing a lot of things that I'm like, eh. And he has said a lot of things that I was like, I can side with T.I. on. This is clearly not one of those things. This is definitely not one of those things. Now, I don't want kids, but if I have kids, and let's just say if I had a kid, shit, nine months from now, and then 18 years from that nine-month point, uh, she turns whatever she 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 turns 18 listen i would want my daughter to be safe yes i can understand that aspect that being a concerned parent we black you know yes black people and people in general we need more concerned loving parents but there's a big difference as i stated in being concerned and just being downright controlling and sexist and just straight up wrong because if you were really actually concerned for your daughter's well-being then you would held that same standard to your sons your sons admitted that they've had premarital sex not only premarital sex but before they even reached the age of 18 your sons are 15 16 17 So if you are going to hold your adult daughter to this strict of a standard, it'll only make sense and only be fair if you hold your teenage sons to the same standard. But this speaks to more of a sexist. Let me take a a sip. That was more so of a gulp than a slit, uh, sip, but we're going to ride it out. Anyways, this speaks to more of your idea and your, your thoughts on women in general than it does to men. At the end of the day, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised T.I. has this mindset. A lot of dudes have this mindset. A lot of people have this mindset because I know women with that same mindset too. Not a lot though. So I won't say a lot of women, but there are women who have that mindset. Either or people, it's, it's, you know, stop being creeps. Stop lusting after your own kids. Um, Stop trying to control every facet of their life. Because I will tell you, it will just cause them to rebel. Rather than letting them experience things. And sure... You know, and and trusting your own instincts, really, because that just shows a lack of trust in your own ability. If you don't have that much trust in your your parenting, if you feel as though you got to control every aspect of your child's life. And once again, you should have never had children if you didn't think at one point, at some point, they were going to grow up and be adults of their own. Kids don't stay kids forever. Yeah, mentally, some people stay childish as fuck because they were raised wrong or they, I don't know. But, you know, as as far as being physically a child forever, to my knowledge, that happens to nobody. So, with that being said, don't bring life into this world if you're not ready to understand that the life that you bring into the world is going to have a life of their own someday and will maybe bring life into the the uh, bring their own life into the world and they will have to understand 
that same thing that you have to understand. That eventually that life is going to have a life of its own, their own and possibly bring in a life and then the cycle continues evolution population ah, la 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 alright all that other stuff so you, you if you don't understand that if you can't and you can't be just don't have children um also, don't have children if you're a sexist pig. If you're going to be sexist as fuck, um, definitely don't have children. Or at least have those science children the Kardashians do to have girls all the damn time. Um, but have the opposite and have boys all the damn time. Because you're just going to be sexist as fuck anyways. And let the boys run loosey-goosey everywhere. <coughs> as long as they're being loosey-goosey with women. And not being loosey-goosey with men or trans women. Right? Um, who you'd call men anyways. But um, that's my thoughts on the whole situation. Once again, this has been another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below for every topic at hand. Um, if you listen to one topic, two, three, all of them, 10 minutes, an hour, or however long it's going to be, the whole episode, I still appreciate you. I would also appreciate if you hit that share button, share this all over social media. <clears throat> and if you're not following wherever, wherever you're listening to this podcast, follow so you never miss an episode, or you be one of the first, I should say, to listen to the Let's Talk About It podcast. Stay black if you're black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBT lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black women matter. Black trans women matter. Pro-blackness matters. Once again, I don't give a fuck what white people doing or saying. You shouldn't either if you black. Peace out.